0: Cronoso Daily. Welcome back to another episode uh, here today, uh, where we will be, be we're covering the opener uh, to Saturday Night's main event from May of 1986. Uh, I'm here with Jennifer Smith. How you doing today, Jennifer?
1: I'm good. Logan,
0: how are you doing? I'm doing good. I don't know why I've been calling you Jennifer on these, Jenny. Sorry. What's sorry, sorry. Uh, wrong? <laughs> yeah, 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 I got gotcha. you. Um, yeah, I usually just call you Jenny, so I don't know what I'm what I'm doing. <laughs> I guess I'm just nervous or some stupid shit like that. You're being very uh, <laughs> professional. Exactly. Um, (laughs) Exactly. So, like I said, we're covering the opener of the May 1986 Saturday Night's Main Event, uh, and that is going to be Hulk Hogan and the Junkyard Dog taking on Haas and Terry Funk, the Funk Brothers. Um, (laughs) To start out the show, they do a few little snippets, uh, and one involves Hogan and JYD. Um, They're kind of holding the Haiti kid up in the air with his legs flailing. I don't know what that Mm -hmm. was all about. And then Hogan, Hogan does an absolutely horrible JYD impression, uh, kind of <laughs> talking about how it's a dog-eat-dog dog world and every dog has its bone. Uh, so he does like a horrible, like, southern accent. He does that little, gruff little voice like oh. little JYD does. God. So, and it's, it, it's quite bad. It's quite bad if, uh, really if, bad. if you haven't seen it. <laughs> um, but later on before the match, we get a, uh, Funk Brothers and Jimmy Hart interview. Uh, They seem to be practicing some kind of megaphone toss. Uh, (laughs) We are are shown uh, that uh, they won their match at WrestleMania 2 by doing that. So uh, I'm sure somebody will have discussed that match uh, in the lead up to this episode. Uh, But, uh, yeah, they won that match by doing that. So I think they're kind of trying to practice to do it again. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, Jimmy Hart has brought in Jimmy Jack Funk, uh, a distant cousin, I guess, of the Funk Brothers. Uh, and he's supposed to kind of ward off the Haiti kid at ringside, even though during the match he's not out at the ring at all, and he comes I'll out like the match, happened. so I don't know what happened there. <laughs> um, but then we go to an interview with uh, Hogan and JYD. Uh, Hogan says the Haiti kid is their answer for Jimmy Hart being kind of a pest on the outside. Uh, J.Y.D. then mumbles about something, something about being the top dog and others following behind him, like lap dogs. So he compares the Funk Brothers to lap dogs and how they kind of are jealous of him being the top dog in the promotion. Um, Hogan then kind of goes off of that and talks about J.Y.D.'s popularity and the Funk's jealousy about it. Uh, and he even at one point refers to them as butt washers. I don't really know. I don't know what he was going for there, but he (laughs) called them butt washers. So, um... Yeah, it broke uh, the, me.
1: It, it broke me, Logan.
0: Yeah,
1: I had to turn yeah, it off.
0: <laughs> I was like, Jenny was so offended or uh, blown away by that reference that he, she had to turn it off.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's just he said it so casually. Nobody reacted to it because usually when somebody fucks up, like Gene will like his mustache will twitch, like you know. But it was just, <laughs> it was just no sold, and I just kept thinking about it over and over again. Oh, um, so, yeah, it took me
0: out. Yeah, I got you. But what did you think of the uh, all of those little interviews and snippets that they showed before the it was, match?
1: It was crazy. Like, Jimmy Hart um, in the back with the Funk Brothers is, we're going to train your ears to touch the long way. I was like, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what is the long way? I don't
0: know.
1: <laughs> Isn't it a circle? Like, I don't know. Anyway.
0: Um, I don't know. <laughs> maybe over his head instead of around his head. I don't know. <laughs> like, across his
1: head, and then, I don't know.
0: Maybe, maybe no, that. No uh, you got me on that one.
1: <laughs> I try to find logic in these promos, and I don't know why. But
0: um, The logic is somewhere, uh, somewhere located in uh, Haas Funk's uh, 100-gallon hat that he had on. Yes, <laughs>
1: gallon um, And the Haiti Kid just uh, stone-faced throughout that uh, – whole promo like you see him standing there in front of Jean just looked like kind of didn't know or didn't really care what was happening I don't know uh I don't know the story with the hated kids so um
0: there isn't one <laughs>
1: no, right. that, that makes things easier for me um or harder I don't know but yeah I mean I, all of that was very surreal so I didn't even know what the fuck to expect from this match honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got you. Hey, kid was in the corner of Mr. T at WrestleMania, so he's like the main little person, I guess. Okay, okay. So he's like their head, you know. You know, I guess he's like the head of the little person division. So, um, I'll, I'll put it that way. Um, okay. but one more question I wanted to ask before the match started: Uh Hogan usually wears the red and yellow, but he's wearing the all white tonight, and I was just going to see what your thoughts were on that uh, outfit choice.
1: I mean, I think he looks better. Probably in red and yellow. He looked a little, he was a little chunky in this. Like that little tank top was a little tight. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, I won't lie. The, uh, yeah, the the steroid gut was pretty prominent on this one. I was poking uh, um, out.
1: I mean, and, and you know he's wearing a dog collar,
0: mm-hmm. and he's
1: wearing white. So I'm thinking he's gonna bleed, right? Obviously.
0: Yeah one one would hope. Um, you, but... <laughs> you would think so, but no. <laughs> But, yeah, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that one because he, he, he'll he bust out a random – he wore, like, blue at one point, and he'll bust out the uh, white on these early Saturday Night's Main events. But I just – I didn't know if you'd ever seen him in anything but red and yellow, so. JYD, he wears, what's
1: he usually wear? Is he usually in a
0: white? He us- he wears usually white or red. Uh, okay. I think he wears red a lot, so. Why does um, he get?
1: Thump on his butt.
0: Because that little crawling move that uh, Hogan does at the beginning is called the thump. So I that's one of his... okay. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Yeah. If you played as him in the, any of the video games he was in and throughout history, that was his finisher, was the thump. He just okay. crawled around and headbutted people. <laughs> okay. Um, but we'll get on into the match. Um JYD comes straight out and delivers multiple body slams to both of the funks, just chucking them around. Uh Hogan is then behind him doing uh like I just said, the little signature crawling headbutt that uh JYD does. And then he even does his taunt, kinda of barking at the moon. So uh JYD he's he's going full JYD in this one, Hogan is so <laughs> um but uh Haas comes in and doesn't have much luck in the ring taking a, uh yet another power slam. So he tags Terry in, uh who has equal amount of problems. He gets kind of tossed around as well. Um Terry goes for the Haiti kid on the outside and actually catches him, kinda of rips his shirt. Uh, but then he gets dragged back into the ring by JYD and gets clotheslined. So he he then tags back out. Hogan is also kind of tagged in for the first time at that point. Uh, the Funks both try to come in and double team. Uh, and they end up doing a crisscross spot uh, mm-hmm. with each other instead of Hogan. And they actually <laughs> end up doing a do-si-do little uh, spin around at one point. Although that was a great spot. It was. Um, <laughs> it was amazing. Um, but from there, Hogan just kind of continues the domination Uh, He tags JYD back in, and he continues kind of wearing down Haas until he actually uh, has enough and tags Terry back in. Um, The Funks are kind of then able to get JYD in their corner and double-team him for a bit. Uh, JYD quickly kind of wins a strike exchange and takes back over as both Funks kind of end up back on the outside. Uh, Jimmy Hart then goes for uh, the Haiti kid on the outside and actually nails him with the branding iron uh, in a little brutal spot. But after that, JYD kind of takes uh, Haiti Kid into the back uh, to get him checked out um, which kind of prompts Bobby Heenan who's on commentary to say something about uh, like uh, something like JYD is going to return uh, Haiti Kid to the store called Rent-A-Midget so there's a Rent-A-Midget <laughs> store so uh, I thought that was a pretty good line even as, as it might be offensive nowadays uh, but I thought that was pretty good Bobby
1: uh, was insane during this match oh was- yeah
0: Bobby was all over Haiti Kid on this one for sure um, but Hogan's kind of all alone, takes some offense from the funks, uh, but for the most part kind of dominates until JYD returns. Uh, Terry and Jimmy get Hogan on the outside and actually hit him with a branding iron. Uh, they do a little brawl on the outside down the uh, entranceway for a little bit. Um, JYD and Hogan then get Haas back in the ring and continue beating him down until he uh, gets a forearm up on a corner charge. Uh, Terry is then back and quickly loses control, uh, which leads to Hogan kind of coming in and finish, finishing Terry off with the leg drop. Uh, and there's a nice little post-match brawl where Jimmy Jack Funk actually does show up, even though he was supposed to ward off the Haiti kid instead of Jimmy Hart. So, um, he, he didn't really play his role very well, I guess. But, uh, overall, uh, what kind of, what did you kind of think of the match?
1: I mean, it, <laughs> I, I kind of want to put it up there. I mean, not because uh, the funks are really bumping around a whole lot for these guys, and like I thought they added a lot to like oh. a pretty ridiculous match. Um, I, I want to put it there with that Savage to Steel match that we watched. You know, it was like I'm usually fairly bored by a Hogan match if I'm being honest, unless he's in the NWO, uh, which even then. <laughs> um, but so I mean. Hogan is so corny, but I, I don't know. I actually really liked everybody's role in this. They they were a pretty good tag team. Um, him and JYD. Um, lots of fuckery um, with Jimmy and and Haiti Kid. I don't know. I thought it was really fun. Um, after the match, fucking Jimmy Hart starts wailing on Haiti Kid like mm-hmm. hard. When he because because the Fox hold him and Jimmy just comes there and starts beating him in the head. I like, "What the fuck, man!" Uh, so that was that was rough. I thought Jimmy was way rougher than I usually see him in most matches. So I don't know. There was, it was a lot of emotion in it, a lot of energy in it. Uh, definitely wasn't boring. Just crazy and chaotic. Bobby's commentary is hilarious and offensive. Um, frantic atmosphere and pace. I' am gonna say two and a half,
0: yeah, I actually went two and three quarters I really i <laughs> uh, i I really enjoyed the funks bumping around, and I, yeah, I didn't mention but the Haiti kid actually comes out and he comes back out with the uh alfalfa from the little rascals the toothache bub like headband thing around his head, so um he has uh he has a, a big toothache going on there um but yeah i actually I actually super enjoy it might have gone. Maybe a little too long. I don't know if this match needed a, a commercial break, but I guess it kind of got the Haiti kid to the back and got him bandaged up so he could come back out. Um Yeah, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. I thought the Funks were a really good entertaining part of this match, like you said. They sold really well for these two guys, so... Um, and, and JYD, for the most part, I am not a fan of in WWF because this is his, like, the twilight of his career and he really mails a lot of it in. So the fact that I was entertained by him, I think is a, a pretty, pretty good showing for these guys. So, but that yeah. That's how I, I feel about
1: Hogan, pretty much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I you. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was solid. Um, I think it definitely was a hot way to open the show for sure. Mm-hmm. Um I, I haven't watched the rest of the show. I might go back and watch it for sure to kinda of follow along with the rest of the matches that the guys will be talking about. But um yeah, I, I it was a great way to open the show for sure. Um but uh that'll cover the match. Or er, do you have any other thoughts about it? No. You haven't shared yet. Um well uh that'll do for the match. Uh what do you have to plug on uh no so here?
1: I have a show called the Extreme Three-Way Dance, going through the history of ECW. Also, I have a show called TNA Never Dies. That is a bit of a pause, but we have 30-some-odd episodes. Um, if you have never listened to it, you definitely should. Um, and I have my own podcast feeds called The Jenny Position, and um, that has cool shows like Freak Out Drive-In and Talk and Pop. And you heard about Pluto, so check it out. Check me out on Twitter at Jenny Position.
0: Gotcha. Uh, TMA is the Sean Kid of uh, podcast or uh, of a of podcasts because y'all constantly take hiatuses. So. How <laughs> yeah. dare you! I'm just playing. Yeah, I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. But please apologize, to Aaron and JT, for me for saying I will. that. So. <laughs> Um, but I've got from Squared Circle to Silver Screen here on the NOSA Network, and, uh, me and Roger the Cowboy go through movies featuring wrestlers. Um, and, uh, I think we'll probably have done another episode by now, but, uh, I'm just gonna say the last episode we did as of this recording was The Suicide Squad. Uh, we talked about that movie and, kind of delved into the uh, Peacemaker series a little bit too. So um, definitely check that out. It was a fun episode to record. Uh, but that's all I got uh, right now. And uh, that'll do this for th- this episode of Carnoso Daily. And we will see you next time.